Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Nathalie Chaperon is about to come on and just blow your mind in terms of what you can do with your style, with your energy, with your brand, with how you show up in the world to really embody your greatest possible self and communicate that so that people are hungry to buy from you. Definitely stay tuned. It's going to be a powerful interview. What a great way to start off 2020. Before that, I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. You are here and now. Thank you so much for being here, for tuning in live or replay and choosing to be your GPS. I acknowledge you. Keep showing up. Keep taking the steps and keep growing. Next up is the iTunes review of the week, and this week it is by, I believe it's Merritt and Pete. I'm going to go ahead and put that up on the screen. Pete and Merritt said, uh, awesome, fantastic content from experts about what it really takes to live a full, passionate, and purpose-driven life. Thank you, Chris, for all this fabulous work. Pete and Merritt, thank you so much for that review. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, marathon, and podcast all day long, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple podcast store. You can find us there and let us know what you love, what you want to see more of and how we can improve the show for you. We love that feedback and we just love to know how you are receiving these interviews. Who are the guests that you really love? What are the topics that really make a difference for you that really hit home, that really transform your life and help you become your GPS? I love to hear that feedback. So thank you so much in advance for doing it. I'm going to introduce Nathalie in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because I know that this is going to be gold to help you amp up your image and impact even more lives with your platform, with your genius, with your gifts, with your business. So stay tuned all the way through till the end because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Let's introduce Nathalie Chaperon, CBIC, who is an international speaker teacher and facilitator. She's a holistic healer turned intuitive image specialist. And Nathalie is the elite image consultant to some of the greatest transformational leaders of our time. She blends her inherited French aesthetics, powerful intuition, and formal training to help her clients align their inner essence with their outer image. After working with Nathalie, her clients experience a visible shift in their confidence, power, influence, magnetism, and attractiveness. And she recently shared the stage with Les Brown and Elizabeth Gilbert. She loves giving back. And in the last three years, she has gifted over $260,000 in scholarships to her three-day live event, Enlightened Beauty Live Experience. She also loves taking women on divinely feminine retreats. The retreat includes shopping and a photo shoot in Paris. Ali, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. I'm not from there. A stay in a castle in the south of France and pilgrim, pilgrimage in the footsteps of Mary Magdalene. And we are just getting started with this French energy up in here. We're going to be having a lot of fun, fun with Nathalie. And I want to see some thumbs up. I want to see, see some hearts out there in the comments. What are you most excited to learn about with this interview? And Nathalie, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? I'm so ready. Oh, <laughs> Thank we you, are live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Thank you for being here. Just the, the work that you're doing in the world, especially just helping women shine and, and share their, their radiant self. Uh, I love what you're doing. I love when we got connected uh, at Michael Neely's event and just your, your energy just was so, so bright and brilliant and beautiful. So thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. It's such, a, such an honor because we've been in conversation you know for a while about it and like today is the day today is the first day of 2020 right <laughs> it's like oh my god so yeah there's just so much so much um so much good energy and i'm, I'm honored to be here thank you thank you so yeah. we're going to dive right into the theme of today which is 2020 new year new decade what does that mean for you natalie 
Well, you know, the funny thing is for me is like, as of you are, you're asking me when we were getting ready for the call, like what's coming for you. And I actually yesterday said yes to a TV show. I'm, I'm literally, <laughs> so I'm like starting my own TV show. Yeah. We're launching in uh, February, March. So that oh happened gosh. in like a couple of days. Right. So wow. I think 2020 is going to be amazing. Uh, so this is me. Yeah. This is me stepping uh, more into my visibility and, yeah. and sharing my message more broadly yeah. to the world. So I'm super excited about that. I love it. Yeah. A show. I just, I love it. I see you as like a Marie Forleo, like, but of style and of image and of energy, just bringing that to the world. Like you are, you're just like a, bo a boss babe, you know, like crushing it in a good way and doing it with love and power. It's, it's awesome. So it's, it's gold. So for people who are just connecting with yep. you and all the epic things that you're going to be doing in 2020, why don't you share a little bit more about how you serve your clients today? Absolutely. So, um, and is it also a time where I can actually share my story? Yeah. You know, so, so, I, so I would, I would so love to do, context. I would love to do a little elevator pitch and then just go straight into the story. Okay. So okay. just do the overview and then uh, while we're here, let's go. <laughs> perfect. 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 Awesome. So well, what I do is I really help people align their inner essence with their outer appearance mm -hmm. in a nutshell. You know, so it's starting from the energy and the essence, the inner part first, and then bringing that out, bringing the light, bringing the essence out onto, you know, in the adornment. And I work with men and women. I, I do all my group work with women, but I do work with men privately as well. Um, and so because when we start from the inner and we bring it out, we mirror what's already within us and we bring it out on the outside, we show up more magnetically we're more powerful we're more radiant we're more visible and we're just um it's easier for us to attract anything we desire really it's just mm. like we're becoming that really powerful magnet to everything we desire i love it i love That's that I you you really tune into like the essence of being a human being which is so different than like we were talking about on our pre-interview calls so different than other stylists who are in the fashion industry which i would say is very externally um external validation driven and what other people want and think and what is in season and cool. And it's all a popularity right. contest versus who are you at your core and how do you actually communicate right. that in a way that's authentic, congruent, and gets you more business and you feel great while you're doing it. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. It's awesome. Love so it. let's let's go back to that. So well. <laughs> let's go back into that journey. I know you're you're hungry to tell us about your journey. How did you get into fashion? How did you get into energy? Like where did it all begin for you? Yeah, so I grew up in France and you know there's a in the culture there's a sense of style and you know people pay attention, right? Yeah. Um we're kind of known for that just internationally. Um, but beyond that, it wasn't something that I really was passionate about. You know, I was not really uh, into all the latest trends or all the designer brands or anything like that. It wasn't like that for me growing up. Um, and I've always been a bit of a healer, actually. And I didn't realize it until later on. But, you know, I had energy in my hands. I would put my hands on people to feel better. And I always had that desire to serve others. And so when I moved to the U.S. in, uh, in my 20s, I became a massage therapist first, and then I became a uh, Ayurvedic practitioner. So that's what I did for many years. But one other thing about my journey growing up in France um, that I want to share that's pretty significant for me was that actually I didn't appreciate my own beauty. I didn't appreciate my own image. I, in fact, I hated the way that I looked. I hated myself. And so I was bulimic for 10 years when I was, I was binging and purging once, at least once a day, sometimes several times a day. And nobody knew. It was like my deep, dark secret that I was so ashamed of. Um, I, I just, not even my mom or my closest friends uh, knew. And so I, was, I felt very isolated in that process. It was very um, painful and it was a very dark, dark time in my life. So from age 16 to age 26. So once I, once I moved um, here, what happened was, you know, I, I dived into yoga and breath work and meditation and spirituality. And I, I, I healed myself of the bulimia, of the purging, you know, the binging and purging every day. But I didn't, there was still that, like, I couldn't appreciate my own beauty still, mm. right? 
And it wasn't until later on I'd um, invested in a coaching program to learn how to become a public speaker <clears throat> for my Ayurvedic practice, right? Just I wanted to serve more people because yeah. I, I was doing great work. I loved what I did. My clients got results, but I didn't have enough clients. You know what I mean? So financially I was struggling and I was like, I gotta, I gotta grow bigger here. Yeah. So I invested in this program and we, we did an exercise that was, it totally changed my life. So I had to stand in front of three people in the program and they had to assess me on my image and they had to tell me based on what, how I showed up, how much they thought I was worth per hour. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, oh my God. My first thought was, I want to run out of the door. But yeah. at the same time, I was like, you know, I'm French. I pay attention. Like, I wasn't too worried about it, you know? <laughs> um, and so I was like, I got this. You know, it's cool. So I stand up and, and they do the assessment. Now, at that time, as a health coach, I was already charging $100 to $150 an hour. Right. And so they did do the assessment and they, the results come in and they said to me, well, based on your image, we think you're worth 25 to $35. <laughs> and I was like, what? Dude. Like, first of all, I, it was so painful to hear that wow. because it was a blind spot for me. Wow. And I realized the importance of perceived value. Mm. Right. Not our intrinsic value. We are all our human beings. We're priceless. We're miracles, right? Mm -hmm. But the perceived value was was a thing. And so it woke me up and I realized, oh my God, I got to pay attention to this because I was like, oh my God, I am the brand of my business. People are investing in themselves through me and I have to address this. And right around that time, as fate would have it, I met a couple of people in, uh, in a training and they walked into the room, Chris, and it was like there was something special about them. They were magnetic. They were powerful. They were radiant. And they were very financially successful. And I could tell there was that je ne sais quoi, you know? And I was like, what is it about them? And I couldn't tell what it was, but it was significant. So I talked to them and I said, hey, what have you done? Like, how did you get to be like that? Because I want that. Yeah. And they said, well, we worked with this woman and she helped us align our inner essence with our outer appearance. She gave us a color palette. She did our design blueprint. She took us shopping. And now we have this congruency and this alignment. And that's how we are like that. And I was like, okay, that's my next step. So I worked with, the, with this woman. And uh, I remember being in the, you know, in the studio where I was receiving my colors and, you know, she chose from thousands of colors. Like you see a few of my colors. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have over 30,000 colors that I work with now, but, and I, I was seeing my, yeah, I, it's just a few, <laughs> but I remember seeing my colors, Chris. And it was like, I was crying because I could see my own beauty because there it was out here they were so beautiful and they felt so resonant with me and my shapes too because one of the things that I always thought that I had such fat cheeks I was like why are my cheeks so fat you know and I have a wide oval face so that's my shape so now I could be that that's my shape I'm not gonna have a pointy face or whatever like it's never gonna happen so I could accept myself you know and then everything changed for me after that process, mm -hmm. it was like all of a sudden I was getting speaking engagement opportunities, client referrals, uh, other practitioners were sending me clients and it was just a, my business took off, you know, and I heard a voice during the process. I, I forgot to mention this. I heard a voice that said, you are going to bring this work to the world. And I was like, I'm, I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner. Like I'm not into fashion. What? But the work, you know, kept it, it, it was so transformational for me. And I realized that it was an, a missing link for so many healers, conscious uh, people, uh, holistic practitioners, you know, people who are not going to go to a fashion stylist from New York who's all about the trend, but mm. yet it's a critical part of being successful. Uh -huh. And so I was like, yep, I answered the call. This is, this is my, this is my calling. And here I am. I love it. I love I love your journey of going from um, holistic healing and natural and energy and having that foundation 
that transitions and says, hey, I know that this is a pain point for so many people who aren't able to communicate the spirit of, of their work, their mission, their purpose as effectively as they could. Or maybe like they don't have enough clients or maybe they feel like the ceiling is on them or maybe just deep down inside they're not like appreciating their bald head or whatever it might be that is about them, right? <laughs> like, they may not be seeing right. that, that greatness within them. And I also love how you said you have like 30,000 colors that you work with. I think that's, that's amazing because I think uh, when we have expertise, we have these distinctions. And someone's like, how is there even 30,000 colors in in the spectrum, in the rainbow? rainbow? Is that like, does it even exist? And to you, you're like, oh, you bet your butt it exists because each one of these colors <laughs> has a specific meaning. And so I'm going to use the color. I'm going to use the shapes, the geometry, sacred geometry, like all these beautiful things to be able to have you feel like, yes, I finally found my home with my image, with my colors, mm -hmm. with how I show up in the world. Absolutely. You said it so beautifully. Yeah, there are there are millions of colors actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. What is it? And and you know when we're talking about color, what are we actually talking about? And that's mm. the power of this work is that it's vibration. Mm. We're talking about different frequencies of light. Mm. And so of course they have an impact. They have an impact in 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 how we feel within our own body and, and our energy, right? And when we have alignment, because Mother Nature give I'm gonna dive right into go, teaching go if that's it. cool go with you. It. Just, just <laughs> going through. Okay. Um so Mother Nature, when she made us, right, she chose a certain color palette. So each one of us has six personal colors, which are your skin tone, your blush tone, your related red, because we all have blood, but it's not always a bright red it could be a burgundy or a terracotta or a coral depending on you know your pigments right you have eye color hair color and you know even though you don't have hair you still have eyebrows right so you um and um and then your related white which relates to the white of your eyes and the white of your teeth right so these six colors, skin tone, blush tone, related red, eye color, hair color, and white, they're the foundation of your color harmony. They're, it's like your pigments are organized in a certain tonality, right? And so once we identify those six pigments and also the type of light that you're connected to, which is really your essence, there's four types of lights that human beings are connected to. Um, and so these are sunlight twilight, firelight, and moonlight. So you have your light, and then it's translating through your own rainbow, if you will, which is your color palette. Mm -hmm. And so then what you're adorning yourself with, um, in terms of pigments and colors, it's either in vibrational resonance with you, or it's dissonant. Just like a symphony, if you were to write a symphony, if, if, your, if your color is like the melody and then you have the accords, which is everything you're adorning yourself with, mm. it's either a beautiful symphony or it's a cacophony, right? It's either harmonious or it's dissonant. There's really no other way. It's, not, it's never neutral. It's like, and so if it's harmonious, what happens is by it, because we live in a vibrational universe, mm -hmm. your vibration gets amplified. And so your light gets brighter, your power gets brighter, your radiance. It's like you get seen. It's like there's something brighter about you without you having to do anything. You just show up, you know. And so what's cool about that is that people get to see you, right? Um, and then the other aspect is, of course, your shapes, you know, your sacred geometry. Like you said, there's eight principles of design when I work with my clients that I identify, uh, you know, shapes, texture, contrast, uh, visual weight, all kinds of stuff. And so, again, we have congruency or we don't. Mm -hmm. And so when we have between the inner and the outer, people trust us more mm -hmm. because there's no dissonance, right? And our field is clear. So it's like the transmission, your message, what you're sharing with people. There's nothing distracting them of like, there's nothing speaking louder than you or you're not fighting against anything else. Like sometimes people are like, oh, I love colors. So I want to wear bright colors, you know. But if the color is too bright for them, mm. 
then they're competing against the color, right? So they're like energetically, they're exhausted, they're tired. And then everything they're doing, like, you know, they have a speaking gig or they show up at a networking event or they're, whatever they're doing to, to kind of build their business or, you know, their influence. Mm-hmm. It's like they're getting dismal results for all the effort they're putting in and they're wondering why 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 is it so hard you know well it's like you're either striving to and competing with you know through all the stuff or you're aligned and then you literally attract right because what's a a magnet i'm gonna quiz you here chris we'll see we'll see if you understand so what what's what is the difference between a regular piece of metal Uh that's not magnetic Mm -hmm. and a magnet What's the difference? Do you know? A regular piece of metal and a magnet. So I know a magnet would have to have a north and a south pole. So it has some kind of charge of electrons that move along it versus a piece of metal has the same charge from one end to the other. But I don't know what char- what causes that charge. <laughs> You're so close. You're so close. You're great. You're great. You're doing great. So, you know, the molecules have polarity, right? So in a regular piece of metal, they're all over the place. There's absolutely no alignment. Hmm. So with a magnet, what happens is, you know, it is uh, charged. And so what happens is that all the positive poles are going one way, Hmm. all the negative poles are going the other way, which is what creates the polarity of the magnet, right? And so the alignment is what creates the magnetic pull. That's what happens. So it's, it's all about alignment. So I always say, well, is the magnet working really hard to attract the paper clip? Is it like, oh, I'm going to attract the paper? No, it's simply aligned. And then boom, the paper clip comes, right? So is, it's, it, I yeah. hear the alignment of the elements in the piece of metal, right? Because magnet is metal typically, right? I don't know what it's made of. I think it's, it's a nickel iron. Yeah. Anyways, we don't have to get into the composition of it, but um, it's, no. it's a certain element, set, set of elements versus a piece of metal is also a random set of elements, but they're not aligned. They're not, they're not communicating That's with right. each other right. and flowing in a way that allows um, electricity to flow through or magnetism to flow through. So it's like a perfect example of our, our, we are our colors our shapes are the things textures all this stuff is it aligned is it allowing our our energy our light our love whatever it might be our, our even our message our words our sound vibration is it reaching people congruently effectively aligned or is it is there clashing elements that's going all over the place bingo you, you got it exactly exactly right this is this is powerful. I love this. I love this stuff, and I love um I love the analogies you use. I love like it's really it's really simple the way you way you share it. I'm just like, man. I feel I feel like I know so many podcasts who would love to have you on because they're spiritual, but you're like covering this area that almost no spiritual people cover. It's, it's awesome. So I'm I'm gonna be connecting right. you. I'm gonna be connecting you. This Thank is, you. This is Thank awesome. You. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah. And because so, the thing is, okay, with light workers, can I share this? Yeah, yeah. Like light workers, the people who are doing the beautiful healing work, the conscious work, you know, they're bringing love, they're bringing light. A lot of times, because this is an area that is not an area of interest for them, mm. uh, they haven't found the right mentor or the right teacher, uh, they can't relate to that world at all. So it's an area that is neglected for them. Yeah. And yet, it's a critical part of their success and them actually being able to bring their medicine to the world their gift to the world their message their healing their love their light all of that and so for me i'm like every single person that i can empower so they have that piece dialed in for but where it feels good and it feels authentic and it feels you know that they can embody their true self then it's like that's i mean what a gift that is is, i'm so grateful this is yeah. so great. Um, one idea that came to mind, I don't know if you're partnered up with anyone who's doing this, but I feel like a complimentary kind of adjacent referral relationship you could create is on um, like feng shui and, and house design, sacred house, sacred geometry, house design. I think your um, so wardrobe, uh, you know, services would go really great. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Nathalie has helped me 
like 10x my income or whatever it might be, you know, just feel like I love myself and love my image and my life, all these great things. And then they would say, like, what's next? What's next to design and um, really, really architect and align in my life? And one other thing I wanted to mention is a lot of the spiritual community, I think, tends to, we get value from within, that intrinsic value, which is important. It's important to be fulfilled from within first. But oftentimes, they look to external things like money, um, houses, cars, whatever it might be, and, they, and, and even style and fashion, and they say, oh, I don't need that. All, all that I need is within. And it's like, that's partly true. Like, start from within, and like, how do you communicate the external? What's important to you? What do you, what do you manifest in the space around you? Do you have crystals? Do you have plants? Do you have these different things? Like, those are all external things that really empower us or disempower us. They either resonate or they don't resonate and, and take away our power. So if, we're, if we know what those are, then we can be empowered and be more happy, more fulfilled, more successful. That's right. Brilliant. Absolutely. Yes. And I do have a woman. I recently met her at an event in, uh, in Vancouver, BC, and she does what I do, but for space, for, um. for interiors, for amazing. Love it. I so, love it. Um, what, what do you need idea. to know, Nathalie, as far as um, someone's brand? Like, do you, do you look into their story, into their journey? Or is it mainly through like physical stuff? Like what, what are the elements that you pull from um, to, to really give them a powerful assessment? Yeah, so there's um, a scale that I use. Okay. I'm arranging myself here. Pulling it out. Covering my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the forest in Northern California. I just pulled. Um, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So <laughs> there's a scale that we all fall on. And that's one of the first things I look at when I talk to people. And so this scale is called the approachable versus formal scale. And I teach that to all my clients. It's a starting point. And why that scale is critical um, is because depending on where we are on that scale, it has a certain impact in our, in our results. So sure. let me teach you what that means. So approach, approachable, when I say approachable, I want you to think of Miss, Mr. or Mrs. Santa Claus, right? Mm -hmm. um, they have rounded features. They have sweet energy. They're doing something really good in the world. And we feel really safe and happy around them right? On the other side of the scale, we have formal. And for that, for the end of the spectrum of formal, I want you to think of Dracula or Cruella de Vil, right? <laughs> so do you remember that character? Yes. Right. So you get the idea, the feeling. So with, with that design, you know, with formal design, we have much more, um, elongated or pointy or sharp features, mm -hmm. right? Things are, they don't feel safe. Uh, energetically, of course, we want nothing to do with them. Uh, they're off-putting, right? So we just want to be as far away from them as possible. Mm -hmm. And naturally, based on our own essence and our own design elements, our colors and their relationship to one another and our shapes, we fall on the scale somewhere between A and F, mm -hmm. okay? Just naturally. And then what happens is the choices that we're making in our adornment, the clothing types, the colors, the shapes, the design elements, the structures of them, right, will either exacerbate where we already are or they will help us to kind of mitigate and bring us to the middle, which is what we really want. Because mm. approachability, uh, what happens if you're approachable people will usually tend to feel safe around you. Like they might even come up to you and tell you their life story, you know, and mm -hmm. just like have fun with you. And um, because they feel this sense of, of, of safety. Um, uh, but what happens with being approachable and a lot of conscious heartfelt people fall in that category is that, okay, yeah, we're approachable and that's awesome. Uh, but the thing is what's, People will like take all the free gifts and all the free mm -hmm. advice and all the stuff, but they're not seeing you as the expert that can take them from point A to point B. So the respect is not there. 
So you want to have enough formality. Yes, you want to be approachable. That's a gift. But you want to have enough formality that people also see you as like, wow, okay, so I trust that if I hire her or him, he's going he's gonna to give me the results that, I, that he's promising me. Right. So you want enough formality for that. And then with formal, it's we have a bit of a different situation. Formal people tend to be a little bit more introverted, usually a little bit more guarded, energetically, a little bit more cold, you know. Um, and so people might be a little bit intimidated and not sure. Uh, and so with with someone who's more formal, we want to bring in some approachability in their clothing, in their adornment choices so that people feel safe. Because when you're hiring someone, you know, any one of us, when we're hiring someone, we want to, you know, there's the no like and trust factor, right? And so you want to you want to know them, of course, you want to like them. So approachability and you want to trust them. So you you need to have both elements. And so based on where you are in your design naturally, what you want to do is have access, you know, bring yourself with your adornment to the middle of the scale so that you have enough formality that people take you seriously and respect you mm. and enough approachability that they feel like, yeah, you're going to take good care of them and they're safe in your arms, right? In, yeah. in your sphere. In your. This is, this is gold. I, I love it. And uh, I'm going to point out a couple notices. Tell me if I'm uh, incorrect or correct, but my, I, I have a round, I would say I have a more round face. Maybe not. It's kind of long, kind of round. I, I don't know what the, the features are, but um, I see you have more of like a, a kind of sharp shoulder. And I know you mentioned like your your um, face is more round and also your earrings are longer. So it creates elongation, like the zipper like creates. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I saw the shiny, shiny, long part. <laughs> I didn't see the round stuff. So it's okay, okay, but it but it looks like long, you know, it looks long from from forward, mm -hmm. anyways. Uh, but then I see the zipper on your front, and I'm like, okay, I see, I see. Maybe you're wanting to balance out the kind of long long features. Um, for me, would you say that I'm more like round, or is there a mix of long and round in my face? What would you What would you say as far as me? Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't have a round face no? um, because <laughs> it would be like that. But you have, but you have a combination uh -huh. because you have you're you have more of an oval head right yeah. your, your forehead and you don't have hair right so it's like you have that beautiful curve on top but your jawline isn't uh it's not round mm. i mean you know it's it's not sharp either but it's a little bit more and so it's a combination but you have angularity but it's a soft one right mm. So, uh, yeah. And so the premise, great question. The premise of what I do is not, is not necessarily, I mean, great observations about all this. Like if you see the shape of my earrings, they're mirroring in a way, the shape of my face, right? In the scale of them, if they're not teeny tiny little dainty ones, right? They're substantial, yeah. like my features, right? So that I could be mirrored. Um, and so, uh, but the choice I'm making here with the, with the, structure in the shoulder that gives credibility yeah that gives more credibility than if i didn't have that yeah. uh, because because i have a lot of roundness and i am approachable just generally that's yeah. what you know when i was an ayurvedic practitioner in my linen you know skirts and you know i remember <laughs> oh my god before i knew this i had this i was invited to speak <laughs> this is a funny story i was invited to speak at the uh san jose university to yeah. do a as a guest lecturer for, to teach Ayurveda. And I, 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 and I was living at an ashram at the time. So I was living uh, in a yoga ashram uh, in the mountains, right? And what you wear is that you wear linen, right? That's what, you know, which wrinkles really easily. And of course, I had no concept of any of this, right? Mm -hmm. And so I go to my, to teach and I was to meet the professor that had invited me in her office beforehand and, you know, to make my way to the amphitheater. Mm -hmm. So I go there and I'm wearing this long linen dress, which I wasn't on purpose wrinkled, but it was wrinkled because mm -hmm. linen just wrinkles. And it was this light lavender kind of color. You know what I mean? Like yeah. very light color, which light colors are approachable. And when and I was young too, I was in my late twenties, I think, or early thirties. Um, and so when I go to the professor's office, I, you know, I'm like, hello. And, and she's like, yes. 
and she thought I was a student, you know, like I had no credibility. <laughs> no. <laughs> and she was like, oh, 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 you're the speaker. Oh, okay. And then she, you know, when I told her who I was, she changed, but it was like the way she treated me. It was so funny. So anyway, needless to say, um, I mean, I did a great lecture, but I didn't get any leads from it or anything. Mm. I, that was, you know, I, I didn't know back then what I was doing. So there you go. That's, I love it. I love it, Nathalie. I want to know for, for someone who's listening right now, um, let's say they're, they're doing okay in business and, you know, making profit and doing okay. When do they know to adjust their image? When, when is it the right time? Um, what, when is it a priority to come to you? Well, here's my simple answer to that question. As a business owner, in a, and a, specifically a service-based professional, yep. right? Yep. Coach, consultant, you know, we usually are not selling widgets. We're selling transformation of some kind, right? right. Consulting, coaching, mentoring. You are the brand of your business. And, you know, you've hired uh, a web designer, I'm imagining, to work mm -hmm. on uh, you know, your website, you know, graphic designer for your logo, you've invested in time and energy in choosing colors and, you know, for, for your website, mm. for your brand, mm -hmm. but you are the brand. So if you haven't actually done this work with someone like me who does it in the way that I do it, which there's very few of us in the world doing it that way, it's time. It's, you, it's like you, you, you get to do that because it's going to, elevate propel you to another level of success even if you are ready you're successful then congratulations you're that's amazing and i'm so glad for you and like it's it's going to set you apart in a different way um and take you to another level so now is the time. I mean, that's really what I would say to everyone. This it's like, I, I mean, it. I believe this was from the bottom of my heart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wish everyone knew this. Um, truly. Well, I want to. I want to hear about some of the different types of women and men who you've worked with. Like, what what do they come to you feeling or experiencing, and what's like the transformation afterwards? Like, tell us a little bit more about the people that you work with. Yeah, so I have a, a you know different um, types of clientele. Sure, sure. I have the, the successful transformational leaders that you know big names that people would recognize on this call, mm -hmm. who come to me. Uh, it's kind of like I'm I'm well known in that circle, and so they come to me because you know they 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 realize they understand the importance of this work. And if they haven't had it done, and it's so this is what happens, right? So like I worked with somebody and then of course we're all connected in masterminds and stuff like that. And then people be like, whoa, what happened to her? You know, she worked with Natalie. Oh, okay. I got to do that. And so then little by little, you know, they all, they've all come to me. Oh, not all, but many. Um, so I have that level of people that I've worked with and I can love it because they're impacting lots of other people. So it's awesome. You know, they have, they hire me. Um, originally to do their their color palette their design blueprint to take them shopping and mm -hmm. i you know also i design their outfits for their speaking uh you know they do live events right so what are they going to wear day one day two day three when they're making their offer right mm -hmm. so i had a client uh, megan neely mm -hmm. who uh she's a business coach and uh, she came to me she she was doing pretty well uh, she had done her first live event she was uh her conversions were 30 percent mm -hmm. which is very decent okay. and then her launch was a hundred k afterwards right so yeah. she did good and so her brand was like the badass boss right so she was wearing all black and then the bright red lipstick and all that cool and she's beautiful um and so then when i worked with her we identified no black was really not in her palette actually mm. um and so I gave her her beautiful color palette. She realized, okay, I got to change my brand. So she literally changed her brand colors for her website and everything. Did another photo shoot. And then she had another live event right after that. <clears throat> I designed her outfits. You know, what is she doing day one, day two, day three? Which colors, which design elements so she could be more relatable and all those things. She went from 30% conversion to 70% at her event. And her launch went from 
100K to a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. Right? Wow. So, you know, that is significant. She was certainly happy she invested. And she, you know, she loved, she loved fashion. She actually, of, of all my clients, she was someone who actually, you know, she loved designers. And so she was already paying attention, but she was doing it from an image that she thought what she thought she needed to do or what she thought was going to give her the result as opposed to really being herself mm. and being seen for who she really is. That was the biggest shift. Um, I have other people who are coming to me. I know one of my clients, Sandy, um, came to me and her whole life, she heard, you got to be, she's very, she's a very powerful, very dynamic woman and her whole life, she heard from her family, you got to be more feminine. So wear more pink and be more feminine. And But she's an exotic autumn. Like there's no pink in her palette whatsoever. <laughs> you know, so when I gave her a palette, she was like, she literally told me, she was like, that session with you was worth a hundred hours, over a hundred hours of therapy. Because she finally had permission to be herself. And being wearing pink was not going to make her feel more feminine. Like it had pink is not her color at mm. all. Right. So does really well with the burnt oranges and the topaz and the embers and the browns and the, you know, and so now she can be herself and she also, uh, you know, skyrocketed in her, in her business. So people come to me for different reasons. Uh, a lot of times they, they have something coming up. Maybe they have a photo shoot too, or like they're doing a, a launch and they're, they're needing to shoot video or they're rebranding or something. And, and so they're like, okay, image is important. And, or they've seen, I get a lot of referrals from people that have seen their friends go through the process and they're like, wow, like I want that. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Did that answer your question? Yeah, it did. It did. It totally did. And I think, um, I love how you said with Megan, she was already studying the the fashion industry and like thinking, hey, you know, I've I've put my time and energy into researching this stuff and looking at different outfits, trying on different things like I care. You know, and I think a lot of people are, can be at that point as well saying, hey, you know, I, I've put the time and energy and I should have I should know a thing or two. But then to come to you and say, hey, like, what is what is my essence and how do I communicate that through fashion through what I wear through my outfits through my my wardrobe and colors that I use and all these beautiful things I think that's that's just like next level and it was it's so funny like through my mind I was like man why isn't everyone taught this when we when we turn like you know 20 30 years old whatever it might be so that we can just like be empowered in what we wear and just be self-expressed in that as well and have our energy line up so that we're we're successful we're happy we're fulfilled and we feel good about who we are it's like sucks that this isn't taught but you know for the for the fashion industry that is all about consumerism and just go buy 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 more stuff like it this is such a disruption, but I'm so grateful that we're getting this message out now and that you're here to share this and you got a show coming up so that you can get it out to even more people. It's like perfect timing. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I call myself a fashion renegade. Like, mm. like in a way, anti-fashion industry because yeah. it is disempowering. It's yeah. like the message we're, we're getting is, okay, we're not enough. We always have to constantly consume more and buy more and we're destroying the planet in the process with the fast fashion, which is cheaply made clothes that's using slave labor. I mean, it's just a mess, you know, it's, it's very dark actually. And so it's like when we actually take the power back and we don't need that many clothes. Uh, and when you're in your harmony, they all go together as part of your harmony. So you can mix and match really well. So it's more environmentally friendly, you know, uh, you feel better people around you. Literally when you're in your essence and you're aligned, can breathe more deeply literally like so you're actually it's also a service to others not just ourselves mm -hmm. and there's another type of person you know i want to mention because for some people they know they have a message they know they're here to make a difference right uh and with women specifically there's a certain sometimes for for many women historically being seen has meant being unsafe, being hurt, perhaps, 
some sometimes very deeply hurt. And so while there, there's a desire to shine and to be seen and to share the message, at the same time, there's fear of being hurt. Mm. And so um, hiding is actually what feels safer. But mm. there's this push-pull, you know? Um, and so when we can do it in a way where it feels safe to be seen mm. and you can turn it up or down. It's like, you don't always have to be like at your, you know, like I don't always walk around the house looking like this. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Although I love it, but you know, um, so you, you have choice, but it's conscious choice. And so yeah. then you're empowered to, you know, visually communicate, uh, whatever it is that you're trying to communicate or want to communicate whenever you wish. And yeah. so it's very, very empowering. And Nathalie, what I, what I also recognize is with women, they, um, there's this push-pull to, to radiate their beauty, their essence, their love, their vibrancy, their feminine energy, and then the like needing to hide it because of taboos, because of society, because of wounds, traumas, etc. Men also have that, I think, as well. Like We want to be joyous we want that little for me i want that little six-year-old boy to come out and be joyful be expressed be connected to people and a lot of society has programmed men to close up and to be stoic and to be cool and to have it all together and that that closes off the flow cuts off the flow like with women uh, of that alignment of that essence to come through us and be able to share our gifts um, and live true to ourselves and and really live our purpose Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's both genders it's so true I mean I work more with women so and and my own journey I know I know you know but thank you for that yeah. it's true it's it's men and women we, we we all need help in that department of, of really having it's like permission to be who we are because yeah. the other thing too is we get these messages growing up and certain and each seasonal essence has the messages they're getting right and mm. so we we make who we are wrong and we want to be somebody that we're not mm. right so for someone who's introverted and they see the you know like let, let, let's say a summer who's um usually more introverted and they're soft and they're flowy and you know they're soft-spoken and mm. and then they see the springs who are the you know alive bubbly flirtatious extroverts you you know, they can make friends with the wall. And so the summer sees the spring and it's like, I want to be like that. But they can't, you know, it doesn't work. Their power comes from their softness and their quietness. Because when they're, you know, they're like dropped into who they are, they're magnetic in that. But trying to be an extrovert when you're actually introverted, it doesn't match it doesn't work and so then people are like what's wrong with her <laughs> you know what i mean it's incongruent so permission to be who we are at the core of this work that's really what this is and did then you, repeating did... it in everything and it's not just for our clothing oh i was just gonna say yeah it, it's it's for everything it's like your home decor your the car you're driving how you do your makeup like it's everything yeah. so you you knew you were a spiel, uh, healer um early on in your journey um did you have a curiosity to explore into different areas and kind of this openness to see where else would your gifts come out to, to be able to discover this? Or was were you pretty set on, hey, this is how I'm going to serve the world. This is how I'm going to live my purpose. And then when you like found out, oh my gosh, like fashion and bring my spiritual gifts through fashion, like that's how I'm going to really impact people. Like, were you pretty confident that that's like who you were going to be or were you open saying, Hey, every day I'm going to take it as like one step at a time. Yeah, no, I was really open. My journey was, I never knew that I would end up here, you know? And so I knew that I had energy healing energy in my hands. And so I knew, okay, I wanted to study massage therapy. So I did, and you know, massage therapy, but then energy work. Yeah. So that was clear. Um, and then the Ayurveda was my next step because I wanted to do more with my healing work. Uh, but of course, Ayurveda is a big umbrella that included, you know, aromatherapy and breath work and meditation and oils and, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, but then that happened afterwards. Yeah, no, I, I, I just stayed open and I, you know, the thing with, um, my path and it's always evolving, you know, um, this TV show thing, that's like just 
I'm like, okay, you know, let's do this. But it's not just going to be makeovers. There will be some of that, but there's more to that. Because when I take women in uh, in the caves of Mary Magdalene in France, you know, we do we do the inner healing work, their spiritual work, the communing with the divine, and you know, healing the feminine inside of us. Um, so I just kept saying, I could just keep you know, saying yes to the next step. And even that retreat, the way I created it was like, I really thought about what do I love to do? Well, I love shopping in Paris, you know, what's not yep. to love about that. Yep. And uh, I love doing a photo shoot in Paris. And I have my uh, Lindsay Miller, who's my photographer. She's a dear friend. And we've been uh, collaborating for six years now. Yeah. She does all my photo shoots. And so I bring her over and we work with the women there. So I was like, I love doing those two things, but then I also love to go to the south of France and, you know, be in the caves and walk in the footsteps of Mayor Magdalene. So let's just bridge the two and create a retreat where we do the first, the glamour, and then the spiritual work. I just made it up, you know, because that's what I love to do. So, but here's the interesting thing. It's so women come because they want to do the shopping and the photo shoot in Paris. And they're like, the caves, eh. And then they have their biggest breakthrough in the caves. Mm. And then some women are like, I want to come to the caves, the shopping in Paris. Uh, and then they have their biggest breakthrough in the shopping and the photo shoot, you see. Mm. But they would not necessarily come for the other thing, but because it's part of the retreat. And I'm like, I'm you coming for the whole thing. Mm. They have their breakthrough. You know, that's, that's, that's so amazing. I, lo I love that you designed it based on what you would want to do first. And then over time, you just like you, you said, oh, my gosh, like other women want to do this, too. Like I, of course, like if I love to do it, there's other people out there who want to do it, too. Um, I want to talk about speaking briefly, because I know that's where I met you. And that's something that you do. That's a big part of what you do. Can you tell us a little bit more about your speaking career and how you've evolved over the years? Like what what's important to you when you're getting on stage, when you're showing up for audiences? Tell us more about speaking. Mm -hmm. I love speaking, as you can tell. I talk a lot, <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, I I did it again. This wasn't this wasn't something I thought I would be doing, um, but I realized that there was a lot of power in being able to show up on a stage and impact many people at the same time. So I learned that mm -hmm. early on. And, uh, and at first I was very, I was, I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I'm pretty introverted. Like if you put me in a room full of strangers, I'm like not the one to go up to people and talking to people. I wait for them to come talk to me, you know? Okay. Um, but somehow on stage, I, I, I come alive. It's different. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started really, it was like, I learned how to do it, you know, in a training program. And then after I went through my transformation, one of my seminar buddies who knows what I do, I wasn't speaking at the point. She said, hey, and she works with speakers. She teaches, you know, people how to go speaking on stages. Mm -hmm. And I had two niches that I was contemplating at the beginning of, my, of starting this business. I was like, I could either work with women who are wanting to, date or you know start dating again and want to look and feel confident when they go dating or I could work with entrepreneurs or speakers right and I chose speakers but I was working with them on our own so then this friend of mine just said hey come talk to my room full of speakers mm -hmm. and so I was like awesome so she believed in me she she gave me a chance if you will so I did that speaking gig and then from there every time I had a speaking gig it was like I was getting other invitations. And so it just became this thing where I really haven't looked for a speaking gig. It's like the invitations that come to me. And so I think when you do something you're passionate about, and of course I studied how to do it, like I'm learning, I'm always, you know, uh, honing my craft. Yeah. But you, you do what you're good at, you love it, you put your heart and soul into it, and then people recognize that. And then it it just comes to you you don't have to work so hard you know but you have to look the part that's the, that's the key it really helps you know professional headshots 
Mm-hmm. Like you, you just, you mm-hmm. gotta have professional photography and you have to, you have to do the image work. It's mm-hmm. otherwise you're not that desirable person that people are like, Ooh, I want her on my summit. They're mm-hmm. like, I want her, but like her pictures are like, or her website is like, you know what I mean? <laughs> or even on your stage. Yes. Like if you're considering, no, I mean, I'm being serious. It's sad, but it's really true. Like if you, you know, I have a stage, right? I do my live event yeah. once a year, the online beauty live event. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very particular about who I invite on my stage. Yeah. They have to, you know, be good speakers. And of course they have to do good work and they have to have a good heart and integrity. And they have to show up in a way that my women will be like, wow, this is an incredible person. And she's aligned. and not like why is she wearing broken stocks you know what i mean like i mean i'm exaggerating but it's like that it has impact yes i think it's it's so so powerful what you're saying because you got the opportunity you got to speak on stages because of your alignment your great energy and how you showed up you care you you brought your best self forward in everything that you did and i also love that you understand the the experience of being a speaker, and that allows you to serve um, high-level service providers who are getting their message out to be able to amplify that even more. And I think having both of those with the energy experience, the fashion experience, and the speaking experience really allows you to come in and, and deliver the most valuable value possible for people. Yeah, I really care that, you know, when I share, I'm sometimes actually, I I teach too much and then I don't leave enough time for my offer. Like I've been known to do that as a pattern because I care and I really want to deliver value. So, you know, I teach the scale and I give tips and things like that. But yeah, I I definitely always want to add value to people's lives and if nothing else for them to really get how important this is. And this is not superficial. This is not, you know, this is actually deeply spiritual and energetic and every area of our lives. We don't even realize the power that this work has. We don't understand how powerful colors can be and shapes in our own vibration, the types of metals we're wearing. Like when we have, it's like when you're on the other side of it, it's easy to see Mm -hmm. because you're like, oh my God, I can't believe This is what I hear all the time. People are like, oh my God, I wish I had found you like years ago, you know? Uh, But then when you're on the side of it, you're like, wow, like it's, it's that powerful. So yeah. Gold. I love it. I want everyone to have it. Incredible. I want to wrap it up with a final takeaway, just driving the, the point home on especially how to be our most attractive and powerful self. If there's anything we didn't touch on yet, or you just want to recover what we've already talked about. It's been a powerful conversation. I love how practical it's all been. It's, it's awesome stuff. So let's bring it home with that final takeaway. Hmm. I think that the, the thing I want to share is, is that caring about the way that we adorn ourselves is actually a radical act of self-love mm-hmm. and and it's important and research is showing us that it doesn't just impact other people and their perception of who we are you know what doors will open for us mm-hmm. or won't open for us based on how we're showing up yes it does it's doing that but it also impacts our own well-being our own performance like and even our own health honestly Mm -hmm. you know it's not something i talk about a lot but imagine listening to heavy metal 24 7 you can't do that you're gonna get sick but when you're wearing black and it's not in your palette that's what happens in your field it's like your system it's like on high alert all the time and you can't really relax because you have this vibration in your field so my, so the takeaway point here is that it's it's a, it's vibrational and you deserve to be in vibrational resonance with who you truly are. You get to be who you truly are and get to be celebrated and you know you get to celebrate you and then the, the world gets to celebrate you with you. You have to start with yourself, but you get to you get to have that and you get to be like the full expression of who you are. And uh, the world is ready for, for, for that and yes. wants that. 
Yes, we are. Yes, you are. Yes, 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 yes. Nathalie, this is so beautiful. I want to tell our audience how they can connect with you. What do you got coming up? I know you're speaking in two weeks, so let's tell them about that. Like, uh, you got so much. Your book's coming in the future. We're just going to plant a seed for that one. Uh, but there's so much great stuff. Um, let's tell people immediately what they can do. And also, if there's any other things that you want to mention on the horizon, just let us know. Absolutely. So the, the gift I have for everyone, uh, tangible, immediate, that they can get right away, is I created a, uh, it's a it's an ebook. It's not very long. There's pictures that explain um, what to wear and uh, to, on video, you know, because a lot of times now we're on it, we're showing up online a lot more. And so there's some mistakes people make when they're speaking on video that really is sabotaging their, their sales and their credibility. And so I'm teaching you, um, you know, based on your own design, some of the things you can do, it's very, uh, it's very juicy. There's a lot of great information in there. Um, and so I want to give that gift to everyone who's here. Um, and you have that link available. Uh, yes. Uh, Chris, where yes. You can post I can, I can put it yeah, in the comments. Perfect. So I highly recommend that you uh, take me up on that offer. Obviously, it's free, my gift to you. And then that way, you'll be also connected. Uh, you'll be on my list. And so I can update you of, of things that are coming up. So, yes, I'm speaking um, in Colorado uh, at, uh, <laughs> well, you just interviewed Kelly, right? Earlier <laughs> yep, today. Earlier today. So, uh, man, right? <laughs> so I'm speaking at her there in two weeks. She's amazing. Um, and uh, after that, my, my so my TV show is launching uh, end of February, early March. Okay. And that's called Enlightened uh, TV Show. Mm. And it's going to be on Roku, Amazon, uh, Apple TV, those big channels. So that's exciting. Um, I have a Facebook group for that. I could send you the link if people can want to join that. Um, I literally just created it because I signed the contracts today. Wow. Like, that's what I did on my New Year's. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'll send you the link uh, for that. And then, yeah, my book will be coming out later um, later this year, probably in the fall. Uh, oh, and I have a live event also coming up uh, sometime in May called Enlightened Beauty Live. So this is a three-day live event that's for women only. Sorry, guys. I, I love you. And this is the container for women. Uh, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I work with you privately. You can just connect with me and we'll have some one-on-one -on -one time. It's yes. fun too. Yes. Thomas. Yes. Um, uh, so that's going to be coming up in May. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things here. Yeah. So, so awesome. I love it. Nathalie, you are just a, a gem. So bright, beautiful, radiant. And I love that you're helping people to shine their essence through congruently aligned. Thank and you're, you're powerful. Thank you. Oh, I forgot something. Yeah. I forgot something really important. The other thing that I, that is coming up literally just today mm -hmm. uh, is my new, my new brand. My new website is, is finished. So it's my <laughs> enlightenedbeauty.com you go there myenlightenedbeauty.com you can see how beautiful it is i'm very proud of it uh and uh so that, that there you go so i'm starting 2020 pretty well i think Ooh, ooh, I love it. You are just like, you're, you're shining. You're so radiant. I was actually going to ask you about that. And, and since you dropped that website right at the end, my enlightened beauty, why, why that phrase? I think it's, it's amazing. It's gorgeous. Why? Well, really, honestly, the funny thing is the, the brand is enlightened beauty, mm -hmm. uh, but enlightened beauty was taken by a spa. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, then it's my enlightened beauty. So that's, that's why but enlightened beauty is because it's not just about like, yes, it's beauty, but it's, it's, it's everything about it is conscious as well. You know, like, you know, like even just the kind of like organic skincare and makeup and conscious, like everything is conscious where we're, you know, you're not doing toxic nail stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, so it's beyond just the clothing. It's an alignment, but it's also eco-friendly and healthy at the same time because i'm a healer i told you so health is important mm. so it's like holistically wholesome 
I love it. Said, I love it. So it's awesome. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. We're laughing, running through the finish line of this interview. It's been a blast, <laughs> Napoli. Thank you so much. And again, you can go to www.myenlightenedbeauty.com. And that's enlightened with the E-D at the end, enlightenedbeauty.com. Spelled how you think it's spelled. <laughs> and uh, they can search for yes. your group. What is the, the group that they search for? What do they search for? One more time. It's uh enlightened beauty tv show is the group yeah enlightened beauty tv show love it just i just created it so yeah cool the link uh there isn't a chat in here i don't think yeah there's a chat i could put the link to okay yeah yeah we can put it in the comments we'll put it on the show notes all that great stuff we will make it happen perfect all right got it awesome so, Nathalie, thank you so much. Keep shining your light, and I'm looking forward to creating more magic together in 2020. Thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing for, for creating this amazing container. You're an amazing interviewer. It was so much fun talking to you. I could do it all day long. I know we have to sign off. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Nathalie. We'll see you soon, okay? From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>